All right, you can give us the live feed if you want. It says redirecting to Facebook. This is full service. All right, here we go. Yeah, I'm 8.30. WC. Metro West. The following is a paid broadcast for It's the Liquor Talking. Any views or opinions expressed are not necessarily those of this station or its management. Mike is live. I love I love how it says that you know the station disavows any action oh, that yeah. we do. Hey everybody, this is it's the liquor talking right here on WCRN AM 830. And uh we're broadcasting from Julio's Liquors, um, Julioslickers.com. You can check us out. You can also follow along if you want to see this fiasco actually um visually. You can actually go to Julio's Liquors Facebook page and it has uh we're on Facebook Live on that. And then that, all of this recording and everything like that will go on to our podcast. It's the Liquor Talking. You get wherever you get your podcast. Go to uh, Spotify or wherever you get it, and you can look it up, and you can uh, you can follow along at home. How's that? Yeah, and if you have the visual. Oh, kind and of the, and by, the, by the way, the frog next to me is yeah. Randall J. Bird. Uh, not a bird today. Seem more no, like a, no. Well, a little, little, little raspy there. Yeah. I was just going to say about a New Year's resolution, including uh, some dieting, some losing of some weight. So <laughs> by you? No, no, by other people. So oh, if you don't want to be put off your food, uh, just watch the visual. Watch aspects. the visual of this show. Yeah, that'll do it to you, huh? But we usually kick off the show with the drink of the show. And I know we have some members in the audience who are just as anxious to find out what that is as I am. So let's put a little me, something me in too. our coffee mug. All right. Me too. Actually, um. Oh. Let's start with choices. one that is. Yeah, I have a choice here. Let's start with one that's not available yet. And I was I think but that's coming. Always, it's coming. Actually, if you can see um, those of you watching, see, I'm actually pouring it out of a bottle here. So you will see that I can give this to John to give to the audience, Margaret, because I have another unopened bottle of it. I can get John just dropped all the cups. That's it. He's fired. <laughs> mm-hmm. John, all I wanted you to do is give some whiskey to the audience members. That's that's it. It wasn't that. You no. Know, all right. <laughs> All right. So Old Potero, which is 100% pot uh, distilled rye out of San Francisco. So this is really one of the first. So rye obviously was popular before Prohibition and all the stuff like th- that stuff. But probably the fir- one of the first micro distilleries in the country, I would say, would be by Fritz Maytag at Anchor Steam doing the Old Potero, which was a pot still 100% rye. And this is it. Right. And it was at a time when a lot of the rise just kind of seemed to disappear. No one wanted Nobody wanted rye. There <laughs> was a resurgence in cocktail culture. People needed rise for the cocktail recipes. Right. And this was one of the great initial rise that you could still get and uh, really filled a niche and kind of kicked off, I think, with a lot of that new cocktail culture um, resurgence of the rise that other people jumped on the bandwagon, but a completely different looking bottle, right? This is a new. Well, they did a they did a revamp, but it, I, even more so. I just want to tell you because going back, what well, we we used to always have a very good whiskey section. Even my dad had the store, Julio's. He had the store. We always had a really good whiskey section, and it was a big deal when we started getting. No one was asking for it, by the way, but we thought it was a big deal when yeah, we could start it. getting the Anchor Steam Opatero Rye because. Um, he did have several people looking for it, but it was one of those type of things that didn't really make it to the East Coast. So when it got here, it was a, it was a big deal. Right. And they opened, only opened it in so many markets. And even to this day, I don't think it's offered uh, uh, across all markets. It, it is in a select markets period. And um, so fast forward a little bit. Um, 
Anchor Steam has now become holding and company. So that's the company, the parent company now. But yep. it's still it's it it's still the same. It's really the same company that owns it, right? So they said, you know what? It's time for a um we want to do a major relaunch, um, a rebranding of the whole thing. And you can find those on the shelf. You'll see those around. But the 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 new packaging looks great. This is a special packaging that they did for this one. And I'm going to get into that in a second. Okay. But the bottle and the, the label is white on the regular one. This is sort of a gray or fog colored, I like to say, because it's from San Francisco. Um but what they offered was they offered select people, and I know this is not out there, they, out there, um, widely available, but they offered single barrels that you could do a single barrel of this. So um, they offered me a single barrel. We we went through it. Um, we ended up picking. Uh, we actually ended up picking barrel one, and so this is at one hundred and thirty point eight six proof, so sixty five point four three ABV. This is aged eight years. This is a hundred percent rye. Um, what do you think? Delicious. This is going to be one of the most. It's it's an understated rye yeah. in the sense that you don't get that blast of pepper notes and that menthol. Although it is kind of drawn back, and this gets a little bit more of like a. Oh, I hate using the word savory, but a savory like almost like chocolatey malted note. Black patent malt. Yeah, comes to, when I taste this. My mind goes to black patent malt. So if you've ever had a beer or a whiskey with black patent malt in it, this has that same sort of flavor profile to me. Um, it's just very, very, it's a very rich tasting rye. It's not a, I would say, a typical rye. Now you want to hear the funny stories about this? I, I don't know. Do I? I think so. I think I'm going to have to. You're going to have right? to hear it right. anyway. Okay. Well, listen, I'm not really, I, I asked you, it was sort of rhetorical. Yeah. <laughs> So they bring me all the samples to try. And, and this one just, I, I have to say this, we know, you know, when we try stuff and stuff like right. immediately, like there's one or two that sometimes jump out right away. And I hate it. This was actually the first one I tried and it always makes you second guess yourself because, because you go, was it just the first initial taste right. or am I like really thinking it's that good? No. It really was that good. And I, and I, and I'm very, very happy with our pick. So they give me all the they give me all the information. Actually, I I, I just posted the the first sample that I had um, on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at Whiskey Journeyman. No e in whiskey. Whiskey Journeyman. And I just I just posted up all the particulars of the barrels and all that stuff. But the funny part was it had been it had been um, it had been uh, barreled on like October twenty seventh. Okay, doesn't two thousand fourteen or whatever. It doesn't make a difference, but. And so we're going through the particulars now that I've picked the barrel and I go, okay, so when's it going to be bottled? Well, it's going to be bottled early to mid October. And I said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to point something out to you guys. I don't know if anybody has noticed this. If anyone's paying attention, is anybody paying attention at all? I go, all these barrels were done in the begin, you know, at the end of October and you're going to bottle it the beginning to mid October. Could we wait? Until the 27th. Now, you know, I'm not an ageist. I really don't go by barrel age. But when you're like two weeks away from when you're going to bottle it, when you're not going to bottle it, why wouldn't you wait? Let the clock tick. And now you can put eight year old. So this is now an eight year old, zero month aged right. rye whiskey. Because it's I mean, why wouldn't you wait a couple of days just to under, put the eight on there? Yeah. Under old under the old like kind of uh, labeling law. 
you would have to round down to the year. Right. So you can only say seven years. So you could say seven year if you did it mid-October, but you could claim eight year. And while you're saying you're not an ageist, you have to realize, as you do, that many people look at the age as a sign of quality. It is a kind of a red herring, but all things being equal, anything that's older is going to sell easier or better. Right. Because there is a little bit of a false perception that it's a misconception, actually, that right. um, that it's going to taste better or it's a higher quality. Well, I know so at any yeah. point that you're making a business decision and it can fall on the side of being older or being able to claim an older age statement, you'd want to take that. Yeah. Why wouldn't I for a couple right. of weeks? Why? I mean, it just it didn't make any. But what's funny is sense. that the company itself did not realize the <laughs> yeah. error of because that would have sold so many more. Now, I'm going to tell you what I think that they thought at the time okay if we can do it in the beginning of october right yeah then we can still have it released before uh the holiday gets here so that we're actually doing you a favor right but we're now in a in a kind of era with the true whiskey companies the whiskey uh selling retailers like yourself that the holiday is important but your holiday stuff was set up six months before months ago and so if this lands in january or february you're going to need to have this product to fill the void of this kind of wasteland of 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 just getting new barrels having, for the new right, year exactly right, exactly so so it doesn't i think that they made the error of thinking hey we'll get this before the holiday and this will help ryan but it actually helps you to have the slightly older age statement and also have it land in a time when you can do a barrel release when everyone else is like already Falling kind sleeper, of right? blown their uh their their excitement and advertising uh pre-holiday Right. January and February is pretty much the doldrums in whiskey. So which is why we do our big whiskey festival at the end of February, which is we'll get it. We'll get in on that uh, later on. But this is actually um, so this is non-chill filtered. This is done. And I'm going to let you know another secret that even if they had done that, I'm going to guarantee you this not would have made that would not have made the holidays because because they would have thought that they could have done it. But it would have been it would have been. There's to another problem that I would just say that from working in the industry and doing stuff around this is that if you were to receive it a week before Christmas, there might be companies, uh, retail stores that would turn it away because it's not enough time to properly do it. They don't have the energy or the ability to take staff and promote it correctly. And so if they're thinking like, well, I wanted this for the holiday because it was promised in early October delivery. Right. And it doesn't make it. You run a real risk of the of the retailer just refusing or holding it making the wholesale hold it or whatever right but yeah. a lot of wholesalers won't do they'll yeah, just right. send it back so um no yeah. you're absolutely correct yeah. um so um by the way if i couldn't have done that and since they did the months i would have done 7-eleven it would have been yeah. 20 <laughs> the name of the whiskey would have been 7-eleven but right. in this case it's it's eight year a-t-e eight year so yeah. uh this is this is gonna be coming out this is not out yet so you have an advanced sample i have a van sample they actually shipped one out they shipped two out to us we actually tasted this on whiskey wednesday when we did the old patero line we get to try it so um last week i wasn't here so uh it made uh more sense to uh to get this one out and have people try it yeah uh, totally enjoying this anyone what do you guys think everyone's yeah? thumbs down hey john could you get get those rums that i left upstairs when you have a chance no just a uh, i got a, a closed bottle and an open bottle of the the new one with the pulliac um, I want, there's another one I want just to try today. Yeah. Uh, another, so, another new release that I want to try today. And I, I forgot it upstairs. Uh, John's going to grab it, but old Patero, this is the San Francisco. This is a single barrel reserve. Very few of these going out. 
Um, one minute under under. Uh, I think they said we're going to work. On, I asked them if we could work on the price, but I think it's going to be like under ninety bucks. But yeah. um, an eight year old rye, this and, caliber, and the original one really, really was good. around because it was a small batch and a small pot. Was I, if I remember correctly, that was up there too. Seemed like it was pricey, but it was really a high quality. But at the time, but there was you no, weren't used to playing those kind of prices. But now this is totally a, a reasonable. Yeah, the regular six year old is what you normally see on the shelf, right. and it's a lower proof. And it's six years old, I think is like seventy dollars. Yeah. So it's 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 gonna bump up a little bit, but thirty seconds. I you're think that's that a special bottle. You're buying that special bottle, but you went this is one of those type of things. We're gonna try another whiskey a little bit later on. We had this uh, same thing that's it's a higher price point, but one I think it's one of those things is like we're gonna have a bottle open so you can taste it. Once yeah. you taste it, you're gonna walk out of here knowing that you like it, that type of thing. So well. If you know what you like, please stay tuned to It's the Liquor Talking here on WCRN AM 830. We'll be back after this commercial break, but we'll continue on through the break on our Facebook Live feed. Please stay tuned in whatever format you're watching, and we'll be back on the radio soon. Well, if you're on Facebook Live, we're going to continue the show. You're out. Okay, so you guys know last week I, I took off the um, my, my daughter was home from college and we wanted to do it like a last Saturday. So we went up to um, we went up to Salem for the day and we walked around and, and did some stuff. And, and it's always weird because I always find things like I'm out and about. So with the kids and we're always in like shops and stuff like that. So I always look around. So I found this. Oh, yeah, I know. I found this. This is uh, Venus. I think that's how you say it. Um, spirit sipper infusion, honey. Like this one is the honey hot toddle, hot toddy. Um, add your favorite spirit. So um, this one is partial to bourbon. So if um, for those of you um, you're watching on Facebook Live, um, it looks like it's just a mason jar, and it's got like a lot of junk in it. So it's got like there's oranges in there, there's a cinnamon stick in there, there's sugar in there. I'm sure there's some now other spices still. That's sealed. This one is sealed, so, Randall. Don't so eat that. It looks like there's about the bottom uh, one fifth filled with stuff, but you have not opened this. This no. is just how it comes. Yeah, and you're supposed to fill that with, like, that one would be filled with bourbon. Oh, you fill the mason jar. You fill the mason the jar. jar. Oh. But here's the weird thing is then you got to wait two days. Yeah, right. It says okay. wait two days. I know. I know. You're already. Um, Randall's already like, I'm, I'm instant gratification. I will never do that. And I and I agree with you. I, I get. Well, it. I'm going to go one step farther. What's that? If you're picking good whiskey to begin with, why are you messing with it? Oh no, I know. I, well, let's. That's that's like, your that's your you other have, argument. If you have a whiskey that you right. have to feel has to be a honey hot toddy and wait two days for it, <laughs> pick better whiskey. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but you want to heat it up. You want to do this. But I mean, this is also. I have to say this. I like the fact that alcohol can be fun. Yeah, and you get to experiment and try. Oh, that's cool. Things. I thought it was just yeah. sort of it's sort of a neat thing. I said, okay, it's I'll fill this up. You're talking about this is like almost a third. <laughs> you know, it was a lot. So that you're going to run on this experiment. Yeah, well, I, so I've done the experimentation for you. Okay, sealed bottle, dry goods, no liquor in it, and you have in your hand. I have the other one. This one's called Sea Rose. Oh. It's rose and sweet apple, and this one says it's partial to gin or tequila. So I took some uh, Luna Azul. Um, Blanco tequila, yeah. and I filled the jar up, and I let this sit for basically two days. Right? right. So then, so to make matters worse, to make matters worse, now like I, I just did this for you. I you shake it up and you leave it, and I shook it up a couple times. But now you have all this junk in there, so you have to strain it off. I couldn't find my other strainer, so I, I went 
this route through the I, top of a, a yeah i don't know if i'm gonna uh, yeah so let's see if uh shaker strainer so let's i i, I think it's just to get chunks i think it's just to get the big chunks out i think that's all it's meant to do all so right so now to our studio audience now, like, a fan of the the like one minute cocktail oh yeah yeah this so this is like the absolute opposite of not yeah yes and no but here here's the funny part right what did it take me to actually mix it i threw the stuff in there and walked i shook it and walked away so do I count the two days that I had? Of I'm usually you count I, the two days. But I'm usually like into. You the know how long it takes to distill uh, a whiskey and then they throw it in the barrel for ten years. All right, guys, here you we count go. for ten years. All right, we're coming back, so okay, we'll talk about this when we get on the other side. Oh, and I'll do the uh, question of the show, Larson question of the show when we come back. But at least the audience will get this, and we'll go through this a little bit. All right, we're going. It just yelled at me. That we're going. Okay. Now oh, here we go. Broadcasting live from the Jim Beam Cold Storage Studio in the heart of Julio's Liquors, Route 9 in Westboro, it's the Liquor Talking with Ryan Maloney and Spirits Medium, Randall Bird. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to It's the Liquor Talking right here on WCRN AM 830. And we're at Julio's Liquors on Route 9 in Westboro down in the Metro Station. You want to uh, come by and see us? That's great. We do have a live studio audience. Well, I think they're a live studio audience today. Um, you can also check us out on Facebook Live. You can also check this on in a couple of days. My cousin Vinny will throw this up on wherever you get your podcasts. Look for It's the Liquor Talking and get that. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Whiskey Journeyman on Instagram. Whiskey Journeyman, no E in whiskey. And you can follow Randall Bird and watch his two posts at The Spirits Medium. On Instagram. Not posted by my disclaimer, right? There. Yeah, yeah. Randall did actually the two posts have not been posted. I by do have Randall. followers, but I call it an exercise in futility. <laughs> so while we were on break, we tried this. Um, we we I actually set it all up. It's the I'll do v- a quick Venus. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Venus, and they provide a mason jar with all sorts of little uh, spices and things that you pour. You fill up the jar and let it sit for two days. Fill it up with alcohol. And then you're making essentially a type of cocktail or a mixed right. concoction. Right. And you have now decanted or poured out into our cup. Yep. The one that I'm looking at says honey hot toddy, but that's well, not we the did, one no, you we chose. Did the, we did the, um, the, the one we're doing is the sea rose, which is rose in sweet apple. Add your favorite spirit. And they said it's partial to gin and tequila. I did uh, Luna Azul uh tequila so tequila based tequila cocktail all right so let's let's try it uh, the audience tried theirs what do you think it's too sweet for me not too much sugar this one had um i mean i think i think it's a i think it's a, so here here i think it tastes fine i think it's a i think it's a good oh, idea you do i disagree with you well it's got organic rosebud apple orange blend of organic sugar cane cane syrup and honey there you go. There's your sweetness right there. It, here's. It's like I ate potpourri. <laughs> well, I see. Awful. Wait a minute. I, just to put it, just to put that in perspective, I've actually seen Randall eat potpourri. Oof. Yeah. It, the, the going in wasn't the bad part. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh, anyways. So here, here's my, this is, I think it's a very cute, neat idea. If you're going to give it as a gift. Now let's go through the, the bad parts of this. <laughs> well, this you have to wait two days. You have to pour the liquid in. All right. This is the dry goods are 18 bucks. 
So the mason jar itself with the ingredients in is $18. Now I got to fill this thing up with alcohol. Now I use Luna That's a third of a bottle. That's a third of a bottle. So, you know, we're, we're now into some pretty high price cocktail for doing it at home. I get all the ingredients are in there. I get that. But there's, you know, I, I, I think I might have to have to add more tequila to this and almost use it as a concentrate. I think the tequila level might be going up, but then I'm drinking like strict tequila. So I'm not sure how that's working out. Um, but know. now you're talking about like, all right, so how I poured this. I mean, we got a little bit left here and I got some, we got any left in here? There's some in there. Yeah. So I'm saying maybe. And nobody's like, asking for it. Four, four or five, maybe four or five cocktails out of this. Would you say? Yeah. I mean, so much longer, well, so 20, much 25. So let's say it's, let's give it five. You're talking about five or $6. A, a cocktail at home so um i don't know i i don't know all right here's what here's my i think it's a neat idea to give it to somebody i love the idea all right here's this what is like. a re-gift so you keep you know like i give it to, i'll give this to you for christmas or your birthday or something like that and then you would just leave the dry goods in there and you'd give it to somebody else all right here's what like, here's, it's like, here's it's my like, take i call on it the, the fruit thing. cake i call it the fruit cake method you know somebody has figured out cake. to sell an 18 dollar cocktail with a dollar's worth of ingredients, including the glass, right? And they're selling a dry cocktail, right? Yep. I like the concept. The delivery, to, in my case, is too expensive and too whatever. But if you had a mason jar at home and you had some ingredients like dried apricot or something that you wanted to put in a cocktail, I say try and come up with a dry cocktail because the idea is solid. Right. What I just tasted... It doesn't matter if it was going to be gin or tequila. It needs to be checked throughout the process and then decanted when it's at the available time. That's more time and effort that you're doing because if you just leave it for the two days like you did, it comes out too overly flavored. So what this I would is actually, not a low-maintenance It's not as low-maintenance, but here's what I would do. Experience. Now, now having done this, here's, here's what I would do is I would make this the way they told me to make this, but I would now use this as a concentrate. I would actually make a pitcher. I'd fill this with alcohol, right? But then I would probably do like, like some sort of watering down. Like you ever have like certain drinks that, that you have to have them on ice because like if I filled this with ice and then poured this in there, it'd be less and it would- Well, I'd have this on ice or with my tongue removed or some other thing <laughs> that would mute or mitigate. Or just, All right. Well, I guess- here, Here's what I'm saying. No, I get what you're saying. Like the concept- I just don't believe in the delivery of it. And I believe that if you're going to experiment and play with flavors, aroma, and alcohol, you should do it on your own terms because somebody else doing it for you, this is going to be whatever it yep. is. But you're but making that picture almost like a sangria or something yeah, else. Yeah, I mean, I think it's almost more like I wouldn't even leave it for two days. I would just take this stuff, dump it in the picture, and then figure out what I needed to like. Right. Like, what other juice or something I could use besides the, teque the tequila that I'm going to So add. you can also get self-sealing little tea bags. Yeah. Right. So you could make up a batch of these that then you could just dip into the cocktail and remove at the point that it gets to the level that you like it. So each right. person is sipping and tasting and getting it to the point that they like it and controlling it. This made it. way too much work for me. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm saying that it's a lot of work and a lot of effort. It's a lot in of a minute. That's, a, that's my, my model. I do like the dry ingredient. Concept. I do like the dry ingredient concept. I do. I have to say I do like and that. I, too. I mean, this is fun. It could be a fun gift. Yeah, I think but, so too. 
18 bucks. Jeez, that's like a bottle of the alcohol. Somebody said to me, what do, what do you th- like out of the box? What do, what do I think? I go, oh, it should be like like $12, $11.99. That's yeah. the price you should be selling these at. You know, but I don't know if you can. I don't know if they make them enough. I mean, I don't know what it costs to put it into it. So I well, guess it has dried, looks like lemon slices. Yeah. Um, whole slices of lemon and some other. Well, I use Lunar Azul in this one, the Blanco, and that's a uh, product of Heaven Hill. So I figured we would uh, segue that right into the larceny question of the show. You want to do that today? Yeah, let's do that. All right. Larceny, of course, a weeded bourbon made at Heaven Hill. That's correct. All right. We've been not having good luck with the uh, Chura Falls, which should be the simplest of like almost everything that we've done. Yeah. So last week I pulled off to a multiple choice, which I don't think there's an easy way of doing these. I just I'm I'm almost I'm almost giving up. But this is a um, this is a multiple choice question. Okay. All right. The audience is uh, when I ask you, you're free to do it. Anybody that's listening to us on Facebook, of course, can uh, chime in anytime they want. All right. Which of the following hardware? would not be used to make mixed drinks. Which of the following hardware would not be used to make mixed drinks? A, a pony, B, a cigar, C, a muddler, or D, a jigger. So pony, cigar, muddler, jigger. Which of them would not be used to make mixed drinks? Randall Bird, I'm going to you right now for the question. So you must you want answer. me to answer right now, I, right here. Spirits, medium to the gods, Randall Bird. What is your answer? A, B, C, or D? I'm going to say a cigar. Although cigar. it's between a cigar and a pony, because I know a muddler and a jigger are. You're going into the My Little Pony. Your yes, a brony, my brony <laughs> roots are saying pull for the pony. That's a story for a way another time. But anyways. I'm not a uh, pony. But. Yeah, we're not. The, yeah, the. All right, so you're saying a B, a cigar, is not. Okay. Audience member, A. A, a pony. B, B. You said A, a pony, right? And I get an audience member. So what is a cigar is my question then. Well, a cigar? Yeah. Well, that's what you would not use to mix a drink. The answer is B, a cigar. You're correct. Oh, okay. You're correct. A pony, a jigger are used to measure out mixed drinks. A pony equaling one ounce or 30, about approximately 30 mil, because it's not exactly a 30 mil. And a jigger, uh, one and a half ounces or 45 mil. Uh, you can get a double-ended shot with the jigger on one side and a pony on the other. We've, we've, I've used those up here before. You've seen those. A muddler is a wooden dowel that comes in handy when grinding or muddling ingredients. Also that stainless. Min- yeah. A mint, mint, well, they usually have a rubber uh, uh, yeah add at the bottom these uh for a cigar and mint julep finally sometimes a cigar is just a cigar so all right you got it right well, i don't I where's don't the know. fan Wait, hold on no not that one no no not that one there we go no no that one <laughs> it goes back to like why i'm so confused about a lot of these questions if you're not drinking the alcohol as it's made i will do this one you got a question how's that you better two minutes all right if you're so, not drinking alcohol as it's intended to be made, if you're not drinking a good tequila, that you get off that thing, you should have good. a wide, uh, a broad. I don't have intellect about life. what we're doing. <laughs> I know people love cocktails. I know they like to go to the bar and watch the whole show. Oh my god, we got two minutes. I will say, uh, coming up this week on Whiskey Wednesday, which is what the 25th, I believe. 
of of January. We're actually doing Whiskey Wednesday Gone Wild. We're actually doing rum, and we're doing plantation rum, and we're going to have a really great uh, time on that. And one of the yeah, what's the question? The twenty fifth. Yeah, John, the, you know a Burns, Burns, Robert yeah. Burns, yeah. yeah. Birthday, no. you're Listen. doing rum. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Listen, I take people when I can get them. <laughs> if Robert Burns came on That's July fourth, but on July fourth, yeah, you'd put him in. I'd put him in. Yep. <laughs> It'd be really. It would actually be. Let's do Halloween. How about yeah. that? One minute. All right. So I got one minute uh, left, but we are going to do plantation rum. And uh, by the way. Yeah. Fantastic rum, and that's no slight on the 25th because this will be a great oh, it's gonna whiskey be awesome. Wednesday. Um, actually, uh, probably uh, cousin Minnie will probably put that up on if you're following us on Facebook, he'll probably put the uh, uh, put the link up there f- f- uh, for doing that. So you can, I, I don't know if it's, I don't even I haven't checked, I don't even know if it's sold out yet. So, um, we can we can check that out. Uh, and we'll go into the break and we'll taste this on the other side. But this is our plantation rum, our Panama, uh, 20. 20- 12. This was finished uh, 10 months in Pliac wine cast, so like a Red Bordeaux wine cast. Um, I know it's not technically Red Bordeaux, but that's an easy way for people to understand it. Everybody calm down. Eight years in bourbon cast, one year in Pierre Ferrand cast. Um, so, um, uh, and that means uh, they, they call that continental aging. They take the rum back out over to France on the continent and they and they uh, finish it there. Is that what they call it? Okay. That's what they call it. I'm, yeah. just telling you. I'm just telling you what they call it. All right. So um wanna take us out? Yeah, I don't know where we are and what we're doing, but apparently it's under the auspices of it's the liquor talking. So please stay tuned. We're gonna continue with more Facebook Live, but be back with the radio broadcast after this commercial break. You don't get talking about Yeah, I'm just saying they made up that term. Of course they did. It's all marketing. Well, but a lot of people might be listening or but, going like, Oh, is that a thing? It was like, well, it sort of is a thing, and I think actually. Listen, I'm, I'll call people out when I say that they're just, you know, they're they're saying things to say things, but it makes more sense because you're thinking as a rum, it's being done the entire time, wherever the rum is made. And for most people, they think the Caribbean or some, you know, but it some, could be on the continent of Africa. It could be. It could be. It could be. in. It could be in Fiji. It, there's a bunch of things. But what but when you say coming back to the continent or they know that it's going back to it, it says PF Ron, which is in France. It's saying you want to, they could say age for a year in France. Stop trying to make fetch stick, Gretchen. <laughs> uh, mean girls, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, I know all that stuff. My daughter's taught me well. Oh, all it's right. So aged. It's, so, oh, it's aged on oh, the, yes. it's aged on the continent. Um, so this is aged in basically a red wine barrel. Um, I forgot. I have the thing here too. And I probably should check. I don't know what the original distillery was. Alcoholis des Estismo. Uh, now, 20 seconds. Panama. I know you may no, feel that Panama, I'm whining, Panama. I know I'm you not a big fan of the wine-based flavors. You're not. So this is good. I like it. It's a different twist to the rum, and I'm enjoying it. But it well, isn't delicious. really. Yeah, but like, that's because I don't like wine. I don't really respect it. Oh, we're going back now. All right. We, can, we, come, we wasted all that time. That's okay. We'll 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 find out how you like this. Grown men broadcasting from a large cold room, live from the Jim Beam Cold Storage Studio in the heart of Julio's Liquors, Route Nine of Westboro. It's the Liquor Talking with Ryan Maloney and Spirits Medium Randall Burr. 
Hello, everybody, and welcome back to It's the Liquor Talking right here on WCRN AMA 30. You have to think about that. I did have to think about it for a second there. I'm drinking a lot of stuff today. So, I mean, this is a show. It's called It's the Liquor Talk. Um, When we last left, you want to bring everybody up? Yeah, when we last left our intrepid roots, we're about to taste some plantation rum. And uh, that was done in a special wine cask. And then Pierre Ferrand, was it also cognac finish? No, they but they brought it. They bought but the, they did they, the, did, the, they did the barrel back at. Yeah. In age on the continent. On the continent. Claiming that it's continent. See how it's easier to say the age on the continent than, <laughs> than yeah. describing what actually happened to it. Yeah. You see, it worked, didn't it? Well, anyways, um, studio audience. Yes. No, maybe liked it. Like it. Okay. So this is one of the this is one of the rums that we're going to be tasting on Wednesday. The 25th. 25th, which is typically whiskey Wednesday, but it's whiskey Wednesday gone wild. So we'll be doing rum. Not off the rails. It, oh, it's well, the, like this show, it's gone off the rails. All right. Well, that's delicious, rich rum flavor. It just happens to be Robert Burns birthday. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, things happen. Things happen. There will be no haggis. Damn it. I love Haggis too. Yeah. Um, we got a couple other things that I'd like to get to, but that being said, when we, we did our show last week, we were talking about, and I think we could get this done earlier than later. We were talking about, we were talking about the drinks business was given the 10 drinks trends to watch out for in 2023. Right. So it's kind of a wrap up of 2022 and what our projections are for 2023. If we wait too much longer, They'll all be, be self-fulfilling yeah, right, <laughs> at that exactly. point. No. So um, 10 drinks uh, trends to watch out for. I think we got through nostalgia, right. which we call the ones we that we covered last. We call uh, GS on that, right? We had was, yep. We talked to uh, TikTok cocktails. Yeah. People make, and by the way, I talked to Cousin Vinny about this, and I might, I may be doing some, uh, I may become a TikToker. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> like, so the uncle, when your dad goes to like a, any type of media platform that is now died. Yeah. Right. Social media platform. So it's over. It's over. So um, and we said that might be OK, but um, they're going to be like quick little recipes and then those will take off and everybody will make, you know, the whole thing is like and everybody else will make their version of that recipe or or something else. And that will be that's going to be a thing. English Rum, wines, English wines. Please. Can we stop that? I know. I know England has now become a wine making region, but like. I just don't see I for the immediate future of 2023. I don't I don't I'm not you seeing don't think like, it's gonna pop. No, I don't see like uh you know 20 people coming through the door and say, excuse me, son, back off. I need to get your English wines. Yes. Yeah. You know, no, no, sir, you should try these French. No, no, no. English is the only wine for me. So I don't really see that. I think over time it will pick up. It'll be a section. It'll be a it might make it to a section. Sir, can you show me to your English wine section? Yes, these three. So, so in 2023, I'm not saying further down the road, it won't become a little bit bigger. And this, we get the same okay. thing. So the next one was rum Renaissance. We just tried rum. That, yeah. yeah. We spoke a little bit about that. We've always thought that rum was going to pop in the year for the last 10 years. Right? Yeah, I know. Rum never has happened. never has popped. And we, we got into the, that a little bit. We, I think, I think it, some of it does have to do with. It, it's sort of all it's it's not like like scotch bourbon american whiskey sort of have a lot of like controls of what can be done and what can't be done where rum is more all over the board so i think there's a lot of that misconception about what rum is and a lot of people think you know it's it smells of suntan lotion and desperation 
Well, so, here's, here's the yeah. thing that puts me off on their with their little quote. Matt. Quote, watch out for mojitos. <laughs> My time. Mojitos, did they pop like three yeah, years three ago? Three years ago. Well, maybe they're gonna pop, maybe they're gonna yeah, pop right. again, I guess. I don't know. Tequila uh, on the I like they they do the the sunrise. sunrise. Yeah. <laughs> uh tequila is hot. But it but, has but, but it has been hot. Years. Yeah, it's been and it, it really probably last last year really popped. I think you may say it's a trend for this coming year, but I think the trend it's a continuation. It's a continuation, but I think the the trend might be problems with getting your favorite tequila because of supply chain supply chain and agave so uh people always ask me this on they're like well there's a problem with tequila i gotta buy a lot i go listen there's there's gonna be tequila your brand may have some issues but there'll be tequila on the shelf right and 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 there'll be a lot of 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 equal quality it won't be all of a sudden you can only get like a mix out which is 51 percent like agave and the rest could be something else like basically vodka i mean it'll be there'll be good tequilas out there but it might not be as prices will rise yep. and you might have problem getting it so we don't want it to pop too much because then you can well i think if, if you're talking about an oncoming trend drink trends the trend has been established right. it's just kind of riding out it's, the wave yeah it's like where is it going to crest yep. you know that type of thing. all right low so and this no. moves to our kind of new topic yeah what's the new one low and no so moderate drinking yeah, the damp lifestyle. <laughs> you want a hot day in Kentucky. You want, <laughs> yeah, you want a hot day in Kentucky. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, dry January has been like sort of a, a thing, but dry January is rye January, as far as I'm concerned. And we've been doing some stuff here. To, uh well, they're going to say that um, that there's there's a trend for people to drink higher quality but lesser amounts. Well, they're also saying, yes, that's well, but they're also saying not drinking and then like also lower like ABV stuff and like stuff with less alcohol. But the problem is really start thinking about after. Of course, it's a trend after 2020, 2021 and 2022. I mean, the numbers were off the charts as far as consumption went. Everybody was stuck inside their house. Uh, Anything now would be a downward trend. But I don't I don't know if that's. There well, are people that are going. So there are people that are trying to drink more, better, yeah, but lesser amounts. Right. A couple points that I'd like to make. Yes. Apparently, people have the have a problem with the term moist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a terrible word. So, but yeah, the other thing that I'd want to point out is that all the stuff, the you word on the street, that. Dude, right. said damp well, here. because they put damp, damp. I know damp is a bad. Damp it reminds me of a basement. Yeah. Right. It's like yeah. So anyway, um, but. <laughs> When you're looking, when I'm talking to people who are like kind of at the frontier of where the colleges are, I had many years working in housing and residence life. The trend that they're seeing in the next couple of years is more binge drinking 80s style from the from the generation that's coming up through to go to the colleges. Right. So I think this is going to segment into people, let's say the millennials who are going to drink better and lesser amounts. But the new group, the new crop of drinkers that are making the 21 age, yeah, all kind of my uh, data is indicating you're going to see more binge, crazy ass drinking. Well, yeah, but doesn't that mean sort of like a, a binge and then nothing like no. like peaks and valleys? It's going to be like partying like they wrote about in Animal House okay. and like the 80s. Well, I got to tell you that there, I, I, I've actually heard a couple things this last week that would actually support that. Right. So you got to, I mean, like, I'm just saying that 
for the people that they're polling that are millennials, like I think that that is how they're looking at, at alcohol. Yeah. And I think there is but a low. There's a, a low, whole other new generation coming up right. behind that that is done with what the millennials did. Don't want to be as responsible. Don't want to be conscious and and have the the eco warrior, you know, social justice mentality, and are just looking to party. And I think um, there is a definite. There are more products that are coming online that are low and no alcohol. So I think you're going to see those. But I don't. I don't. Let's bring right back Everclear. We have. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I made hand sanitizer. What are you talking about? Um, but. You're going to see more of that. It's just where is it going to go and how big is that going to be? I don't like athletic, athletic beer is really good and it's non-alcoholic. And there's, I think there's some of that trend, the the non-alcoholic spirits, so to speak. I mean, I had somebody ask me yesterday for non-alcoholic seltzer. I go, yeah, it's called seltzer. (laughs) So, so, you know, we're getting into a weird segment of like, you know, people like, what is it? We're getting spirits that have been well, they basically have gins that don't have that, alcohol. Right, I get that, but that's a botanical water. So, right. But no, and some of them taste good. We have them up on the shelf and some of them are really good, but we get to the point where people are coming in and I'm sure somebody's making one, a non-alcoholic, like actually calling it a non-alcoholic seltzer. Yes, it's called polar flavors. You can get all the flavors way better than any of the flavors you can get in a hard seltzer anyways. And they don't have any alcohol in them, but they just taste good. There you go. Right. Uh, you know, so it's and, gonna, it's gonna go in a weird spot. at any point that you're like, geez, I need to add some alcohol to this. You can. <laughs> you can. You can. So, I mean, I think that I think all the ones we've actually seen so far, I think that is a, the TikTok one. And I think the low and no is a trend. Now, how big will that trend get? Yeah, I don't know. I don't I know say. if you're going to see it as a trend if the other thing is coming up next can, to it. Can cocktails. Can cocktails right. have already started to. 2022, you saw the rise in the trend of yeah. can cocktails. I think in 2023, I, th- I think you're going to see more coming up, but I think you're going to see a culling of like, th- there's a lot that have come and well, gone already. We've already seen this with the seltzer, right? There's so many players in the market They're going down. Seltzer's going down that that it's just saturated and people right. are sick of it. And I think the same thing is going to happen. There will be a shakeout. I think that's what you're saying. The culling, right? Yeah. With some of the higher ends or the ones that can bring to market with intense advertising and a push, mm-hmm. they'll do well while a lot of the other players trying to get in on the game are going to start to fall off. Yeah. And we'll see how that's out of But can cocktails have been a big thing. Um, number eight is um, martini variations. No, please um, God, no. It, it's two not, minutes. Okay, we got two minutes. It's not really martini variations. <laughs> they're making mixed drink and call it a teeny. Um, but they're saying, um, while martini never went out of style, the staple cocktail, you'll see variations of everything stylish orders from classic espresso um, to porn star. I don't know which that one, but even dirty martini. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm not going to get into that. Olive brine can be substituted for pickle juice. No, it can't be. Pickle juice is a thing. We've we've decided we've already decided that pickle juice is a trend. That pickle in general is a trend. But I think that, that that's just re. I mean, a, a a a coffee martini is a coffee cocktail. It really has nothing to right. do with An a martini. Apple martini teeny is, is not really a just martini. adding teeny onto it doesn't really make it a teeny. They're saying right. real martinis will, and there'll be some slight variations on that. So we'll see that one. One minute. Uh, we get one minute. Flavored number nine is flavored spirits. Um, and they're talking players. about flavored vodkas, harsher spirits. They're saying that. So they're also talking about like flavored whiskeys, 
uh, pineapple rum becomes a natural addition to a tropical daiquiri. So they're talking about mixing of flavors. They're talking about spirits coming out with flavors and, and sort of that whole trend. Well, fireball is a huge trend for the last several yeah, years. You got, so you that's, you got that's rum. Yeah, it's all going to be what, what's the base. So some things are going to be based in tequila. Some are going to be based in rum. Some are going to be based in whiskey. But they're all going to be these flavors. We've seen that thing with uh, what's the what's the one I think I, I can't think of. Dirty Hollow, which is banana. Um, um, all right. The last one is high quality. Do you do like and we just talked about less. We've seen better. this trend going up since yeah. since back when. When more people make more money and they drink less, they buy better. OK, that makes sense. I think that's it. So those are the trends that Here they gave us for the share. All right. We got to go out. We're going to, we're going to. Yeah, well, stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. We'll, we'll, we'll try be back. have more stuff on the other side. <laughs> wow. So enthusiastic on that one. You're out. I don't know. Like, like when we're talking about some of these things that we just went over the year in review. Yeah. Well, they're trending it's, for it's 2023. Like, it's like low hanging fruit to me. You yeah. can't claim. Well, you're tequila, taking, right? Because it's already there. You can't say that there's a thing to high quality. As people learn more about alcohol, instead of what better. their favorite rock star was drinking in the '70s, correct? Right? They're going to move towards the higher quality. So that's low hanging fruit. Flavored spirits. I mean, it's not even a category per se. They're just saying within the categories, these things are going to go up. Could I? Can I, can I make a bold? Can I make like a? a bold statement fireball the 10 trends that they mention they have probably three in there yeah that are actually nostalgia is not a trend nostalgia the whole cocktail movement's in nostalgia right you know that the future is nostalgia <laughs> yes it's not the future it is the future um so i wanted to um I actually we should probably do it on we should probably do it's it here. Been a while it's more visual it's more visual so let's let's do this so this is something new and i don't know we can, we'll talk about this after the break or not but um this is sort of a new product that i that we were offering we're actually selling this now um this is lux ice this is a slow melting drinking ice and i said you know that's really cool because i don't think a lot of people have the whereabouts to make like those the crystallized you know clear crystal ice balls that are really, really popular. So I said, well, I will take it in and we'll see how it does. Um, a bag of six sells for like eight bucks. So, but they come in a package. You can keep it in its resealable package. So I'm going to open one of these suckers up. We're just going to see. Yes, sir. Of course, you can ask a question. We're in break. Too, how much does so. a bag of real ice cost? Like three bucks, like five pounds, like under Probably, three pounds. And how many pounds is that? It's like five pounds. But you get the... I'm just going to pull some out so we can visually see these things. So I don't really, I didn't pull any, I didn't pull a lot of um, glasses down that we like, you would use this in a rocks glass. But uh, for those of you watching us on uh, Facebook, they are, I would say what, maybe like a three inch sphere. It looks like, but they're maybe a a snooker ball sized. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Clear. Like, I mean, a lot of people, Try to make if you even if you use an ice mold, they don't come out this clear and they are slow melting. I just thought it was sort of a, I people said like, well, I, I asked the guy, I said, Well, how are these selling? Like, and he goes, A lot of people are going through like a, a, a like a case or so a week. Here, I give you Thanks. here, I give you a ball for you. You only get one. Call you Lance Armstrong over there. Uh 
All right. So how is this going to work? This is like a cork on the top. Of well, the- that I, I have the wrong size glass. Obviously, you would put this in a you would put this in a rocks glass, which I don't have. And I'll see if I have any. Do I have any over here? One minute. No, I guess so. Hold on. Not on radio. Stop touching the balls. Wow. All right. So I I went and I have a couple. I have a couple rocks glasses. This will work visually. This will work better. Here you go. Put it in there. You're gonna get here. Take that. All right, Lord. So this is you know again. It's a good. It's a good size. So I'm thinking. You want to put some whiskey in it? Yeah. Yeah. What's what do I got? Without what? Where's Where's the other whiskey that I had? Oh, John's John's drinking it. I try some of the old Potero in there. All right, All right guys, here we go. All right, we're coming back. Can't see it. Oh, I'm doing. All right, we're coming back. I was just going to pour some whiskey in there. I'm not just see how it was. You can tell them to put a cork in it, but they'll tell you. It's the Liquor Talking with Ryan Maloney and Spirits Medium, Randall Bird, Live in the Jim Beam Cold Storage Studio at Julio's Liquors, Route 9 in Westboro. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to It's the Liquor Talking right here on WCRN AM 830. And uh, we've just been here. Uh, Randall and I are going through a new product called Lux Ice. And it is a bag of six ice crystal ice balls. All right. And you can buy this bag now. Uh, a lot of people have trouble. Like, even if you get an ice mold, you don't get that crystal clear ice from your drinking water. It's a little bit of a process to actually start making them. Now you can just actually buy them. They go for about $8 for six for six of them, six in the in the package that I have here. We just put them down into into a couple rocks glasses. They look great. I mean, if you, you want to put. They are. They are fun to play with. We're we're not getting into that, Randall. Remember, we talked we talked about this. No, but I mean, like it spins <laughs> around. It's like it's different from a regular ice cube. But it'll melt. The slowly. theory is that because it's round and it has less surface area that in the form of edges that are right. protruding like a square cube, correct? That it will melt slower. And also because it's crystal clear, there's no air in there either. So the ice ice melts slower without that too. So holding its thermal mass yep. a little bit better. Yep. So I, I think they're, it's great. So, you know, like if you want to do that and you don't want to waste the time at home and you were having, um, you know, you can keep them in your freezer. So I, I don't know. Let's see how they do. Very entertaining for sure. I think if you have a bunch of people over and people like um, you want to have some ice in there, you can keep using that that ice ball and it will melt slowly. I should have done this at the beginning of the show and we should have sat there and watched the ice melt for an hour. Well, that's probably <laughs> the most exciting thing that would have happened to the show the last year. You think so? Yeah. Oh, that's great. I'm glad you, I'm glad you point that out. Let's see if I have uh okay. I have, we, we have a little bit of time left. We had some other stuff to get to, but I will, we'll do that next week. I think that's good. One. I want to do, um, I want to do a, a lawsuit. Of the week. Now, Randall, this is the lawsuit of the week. I'm going to give you your choice. There's several lawsuits this week. Do you want to hear one about Florida? Do you want to hear one about Fireball? Or do you want to hear about dog toys? 
quick question. The fireball, <laughs> is it generated by fireball, which Sadrak is known to be litigious, or is it somebody suing about? fireball? Let's do the fireball. Okay, I knew you were going to well, I had that one on the top because I knew you were going to say that. So um, this is actually a bigger issue, and I think we should talk about it at some other time, or maybe we'll get most of it in there. Um, so uh, I don't know if you know, Sazerac, uh actually had a big lawsuit against his, about um, against one of their wholesalers this week, and they're they're leaving stuff. But this was a uh, a class action suit addressing the similarity between the mini bottles of the classic thirty three percent ABB Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey and the malt base spinoff by the same brand. And uh, so what the, what they're basically alleging is that it's very misleading. What, what, what Sazerac has done, you have fireball, right? It's got alcohol in it. It's got Fire, alcohol. fireball has 33% alcohol, alcohol, but it's, it's whiskey based, it's whiskey, but based. it's no longer called a whiskey. Right. But it is whiskey based. Okay. And they but, added flavor into it. Right. Now, cinnamon and fireball bullshit. Well, now, yes. And now they have what they've always wanted to do is sell it in places that can't sell alcohol, but have a beer and wine license. Okay. So they've created this other fireball that looks like the one that has whiskey in it. Okay. Or whiskey. Which was at 33%, but this is going to be at a lower ABV. They're using malt malt alcohol to make this and i don't know if it says here phasing on the products contribute to the controversy the malt based beverage label currently reads with natural whiskey and other flavors and caramel color all right and it's suggested fireball should change the wording to natural whiskey flavors and other flavors they're using basically flavoring to make the whiskey flavor in the malt based And what the controversy has started to happen is liquor stores have reported a decline in the sales of Fireball cinnamon whiskey confirmed by their customers who told them they preferred to purchase it for lower prices elsewhere. Well, all right, because the lower prices of the malt liquor, it doesn't actually lower alcohol, alcohol, one, and it's malt based, which is is two. So um, they're talking about the confusing point between the two. Who's suing? Um, the, the Spencer Sheehan dubbed the vanilla vi- of vigilante for his string of high caliber food labeling lawsuits involving vanilla, uh, represents Marquise. And it's oh a, it's God. a, uh, it's an ass class action suit against Sazerac. Well, because so many people have been wronged. Well, I, you know what it is though, but, it, but let's face it. They're using the confusion to sell this. Yeah, hello. It's marketing. I <laughs> yeah, mean, like I get it, but it's like it's also. But what you're, you're doing is on the weak willed or the furry minded. You know, you're gonna you're gonna. <laughs> yeah, but my problem, my problem, swap it. my problem is, is that now you're so if you go into let's say a supermarket that only has a beer and wine license, and you're seeing Fireball, you you on top of everything else, you're just creating confusion, anyways, because it's not this. You're not buy, the consumer is also not buying the same product that they've been that they've been buying. I don't know. We're gonna have to get some. So this is based. Let on, them ride in the streets. Well, I mean, like if you're <laughs> running to the supermarket to buy cheaper Fireball. Well, that's true. There's but, so many problems behind that statement that I don't want to like parse it too thin. Let them have their their weird little spinoffs. Well, it just it it again because we're but where does it end? 
Here's here's I understand what you're saying, but it's now a race to the bottom for sure. But I mean, in but some sense, right. if this was something that I think just stores that were, were carrying both on the same shelf, right, have a problem. I can understand that, but this is well, they can carry it. By the way, in most states, like in this state, Massachusetts, I could carry both. Right, I could carry both the spirits version and the malt base version in the same store. Which, by the way, if it's offered, I probably will. Right. And say, like, hey, if you want, you know, even more artificial flavor. But as the, as get the, malt the, as the retailer, yeah. you're going to put a sign or train your staff to be like, oh, you're buying this at the counter. You realize this has less alcohol than the, the whiskey-based fireball. Yeah, right? what we need to do. And, but somebody's going to come up and be like, I was, I had the wool pulled over my eyes. I was wronged by this horrible thing. Uh, okay, stop buying Fireball. <laughs> I don't know what. Well, I think what I, tell you. I think I think I think Sazerac is trying to do the exact opposite. They don't right. want you to not buy Fireball. They want you to buy Fireball and all its iterations. Right. right, exactly. But I mean, okay, all right. So what we I think we need to do is I have friends in some of these states: um, Illinois, North Dakota, Wyoming, Ohio, Alaska, Iowa, Mississippi, Arkansas, Kansas, Arizona, South Carolina, or Utah. So I I want to get a couple bottles of the malt based, and I think we need yeah. to do a taste test. Right, we need to do the Pepsi challenge with that to there, see. There's several lawsuits that have come down the pike. I, I got a better. There's a better lawsuit. You're you telling me pick, that that, that you didn't pick this week. Right, we're I talk believe about. we can talk about that in the future. But it's if the you're Florida Florida thing, by the, just in case you're wondering, it's the floor. Ten million <laughs> cases of Tito's vodka. And I'm still befuddled by the handmade <laughs> nature of the logo. It's different. That's that. That's. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I gotta tell you, that's a different thing because that's, when they dropped it below forty six percent, and also they went after the handmade and the fact yeah, that they're going to drop the alcohol content. I don't know what. But the alcohol content is I, written I on the, both of them. But the problem is, is if you have both of them on the shelf. And you're selling that the way it's the way you're selling them and the way you're describing them. If you have an ABV on there and you're looking at just that, the, what they're claiming in this one is they've made it very small. Like they've, 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 they've purposely made it made it it's right here. Hold on. The mini malt base contains no actual whiskey includes the words malt beverage in the smallest per, permitted font size. Right. So they've, they've really tried to cover that. They've tried to like close that up so that it's not, yeah. you know, it's not this or that. So I don't listen, know. we didn't there, get through. Well, I had so much stuff to get through today. Yep, and we, we didn't just, get through like half of it. Dragged it into a stupid little. Well, of course, self spiral. This, this is how this show works. Have you not been yeah. listening to no, the show? No, I, I, All right. I have. <laughs> you don't think you have? Listen, the ice ball did not melt that much. It's actually doing no. pretty well. Um. So next week we're gonna do. We have a. I have thirty a, seconds. I have a. Uh, a Taste test challenge. We're going to see if we can also get the fireball up here. I went to Baltimore and picked up some samples. We didn't get even get through that. We got to do that. And then we got to do another rye. Well, it'll still be next week. We'll be on the verge of, of getting out of rye January. I'll have a new rye that we didn't taste too. So we'll have to do those. Well, thank you so much for listening to It's the Liquor Talking. And we'll be back more next week and probably a little bit more, hopefully on track. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Thanks, buddy.
All right, let's get us out of there. Facebook Live. Hang up, please. I'm going to hang up too.